0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 7 of Katie's Christmas Movie Countdown. Today, I had the pleasure of watching one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies called The Snowman. It came out uh, December twenty-sixth, 1982. Kind of weird it came out the day after Christmas. But it's based on the 1978 book of the same name by Raymond Briggs. Now, if you've never seen this movie, um, it's a little different than your typical... Animated movie. This movie is set up more like Fantasia in that it has no words in it aside from a short narration at the very beginning, kind of describing what's coming. The very beginning of the film starts with a middle aged man who is supposed to be, I guess, Raymond Briggs, but we don't, he doesn't really say that. You just kind of assume that. And he's narrating, remembering the heaviest snowfall from when he was a child. So it zooms in on this house and on this boy who wakes up and he sees this beautifully thick snow that had fallen overnight at his house. And he runs outside. He gets dressed really quick and runs outside to play in it. He is an only child and he's trying to have a fun day in the snow. But his parents, you know, his parents don't want to go outside because it's snowy and cold and they're grown-ups, They've got stuff to do. And... This kid, wanting someone to play with, decides to build a snowman. Well, he builds this big, beautiful snowman and has fun playing with him all day long and then goes inside the house and goes to sleep. At midnight, the snowman comes to life. The kid wakes up for some reason or another. I think he can just... He just knows that the snowman is alive or wants to check on his snowman. And he sees that the snowman is alive. So he goes downstairs and he lets the snowman in the house. And the kid proceeds to show him all around the house. He shows the snowman the fire. And the snowman, you know, basically is Olaf. Learns, oh, I can't really be around heat. He introduces the snowman to his cat. The snowman gets to play with the Christmas tree. They sneak into his sleeping parents' room and they kind of play dress up with the father's clothes. They mess with the mom's makeup. You know, they do all the things that a kid would do if he was showing someone who's never been inside a house the inside of a house. They go inside... The boy's room, and the boy has a little music box, and they do this really beautiful dance, which is kind of a a foreshadowing of what's to come. And the room is covered in planes and flying things. He even has, like, building blocks by his bed that spell out fly, and that kind of alludes more to what's going to happen later in the movie. Eventually, they get tired of being inside the house, and they go outside, they discover the dad's motorcycle and they proceed to get on it and go for a ride and they go through this really really pretty scene where they drive through like a meadow and a big field and then they drive through the forest that's near the house the wooded area and it's just the way that it's animated is really really cool looking so they come back to the house because um, they're tired of riding the motorcycle. And this when the snowman gets off, the inside of his legs are all, they're glowing because he's hot. So he goes, they go into the shed and he lays down inside of the deep freezer that the family has to kind of cool himself back down. And it's really cute. After they cool down, it starts to snow outside and the snowman decides, okay, the boy's shown me. All this cool stuff, now I'm going to show him something really cool. He grabs the boy's hand and they take flight to the North Pole to go meet Santa. And while this flight scene is happening, this beautiful song called Walking in the Air plays. It's a choir solo, a choir boy solo um, sung by Peter Otti, who is from St. Paul's Cathedral. He's a male soprano and the song is so beautiful and haunting. And the animation while it's happening, he's flying over all of England. He flies over like the Taj Mahal. They fly over the ocean and they're seeing all these different things. And all these other snowmen from people's yards are joining them in the sky, heading up to the North Pole to go meet Santa. It's really, really a beautiful scene. Then they have a party in the Northern Lights. There's drinking and dancing and, well, the snowmen are drinking, not the little boy. And they're dancing and then Santa shows up and Santa takes the boy to meet the reindeer and he gives him his present, which ends up being this beautiful scarf that has a picture, pictures of the snowman that he made on it. And then the sun starts to come up and the snowman realizes that he needs to take the boy home. So he takes the boy home and when they get there, the boy is just elated at the beautiful night that he had and thanks the snowman so much for playing with him and gives him a big hug and says thank you and shake, they shake hands and the boy goes inside and goes to bed. When he wakes up the next morning, he runs outside to say hello to the snowman and the sun basically blinds him when he opens the door. When he gets out to where the snowman was, It's just a lump, like a small pile of snow with the hat and the coal and the the nose. And the boy all of a sudden is just crushed. He's super duper sad. And he is kneeling in the snow, looking at the big pile. And he feels something in his pocket and pulls out the scarf that Santa had made him. And it's kind of like... The realization that what had happened was not all a dream it was something completely real it did happen and it was beautiful so this movie is really unique in the way that it is drawn um rather than being computer animated or anything like that or even the traditional drawn and painted type animation this movie was made completely with color pencil and the way that everything looks it looks like if you just took color pencil and you started to color in a spot, and then you took another color and colored the opposite direction on top of that spot, that kind of crisscross hatch look. It's beautiful, absolutely beautiful in this film. Because of that beautiful color pencil style, the wide moving landscape shots in this film are gorgeous. The opening scene kind of goes over the countryside until you land onto the house and then the scene when they're flying, they're going all over the world, and just the moving shots of the greater world is just beautiful. This movie was nominated for Best Short Film at the Academy Awards. It didn't win though, but it did win a BAFTA TV Award and won a whole bunch of other stuff in Britain. This was originally a release in England, but it took a little while to get to the United States. It was scored by Howard Blake. It was performed by the Symphonia of London. And then, like I said earlier, Walking in the Air, which is the only sung song in the entire movie, is performed by Peter Otty, a choir boy from St. Paul's Cathedral. Um, the book is a wordless picture book. There's no type at all in the book. It's just a series of frames, much like kind of like a comic book, um, that depict this whole night. Of Hanging out with the snowman for the boy and the movie very much mirrored that aside from the small narration at the beginning It is all silent vocally aside from the one song and it's so pretty This movie did generate a sequel called the snowman and the snow dog that they released for the 30th anniversary of this film in 2012 it was weird because they wanted to make this sequel to it, but they also added More words than was in the original one, and they didn't ask the original composer to be a part of it, Howard Blake. Instead, they used a pop soundtrack, which I think is dumb. Like, this one was so beautiful and won a ton of awards and has been part of hundreds of thousands of people's Christmas traditions. Why would you change for a new version and not use the original composer if you had the ability to? There is a Stage show and a ballet that is performed in London every Christmas and has been performed all over the world and Shout out if anyone ever hears of the snowman coming anywhere close to Fresno or anywhere in California Please let me know please buy me tickets like let's go because this I seriously I love this film and the music I just love it for the US TV release of this film they wanted a big star to be a part of it so that they could sell it i guess they didn't think that it would sell without having a big name attached to it so they redid the beginning of the film and had the intro done by david bowie and they had it on the dvd in the extras and basically it's just david bowie in like an attic and he's talking about you know, his summers with his family and his winters in London and all the snow and stuff and building a snowman and then it opens like the regular film would. And he's just talking about how the snowman was basically was his, not the original narrator. They took out all of that original narrator stuff. So this film is very short. It's only 27 minutes long. And I cannot recommend this movie enough. Like I... Have loved this movie since I was a child and it is absolutely stunning the animation is beautiful the music is beautiful the one song is gorgeous just absolutely gorgeous now for the regular questions that we've been doing for the Christmas film a couple of them don't really work uh, for this film the characters there's only really two characters in the entire film to choose from so your favorite character and least favorite character options are literally the snowman and the boy, and neither one of them do anything bad or good necessarily. Like they work as a team the entire time. So you can't really choose like a favorite. There's just them. Like there's the parents, but they don't do anything. They're just kind of there. And same with everyone else, the Santa and the other snowmen, like they're partying, but they don't do anything special. The story at the core is really just the boy and the snowman How their relationship continues on through the night for my favorite scene of the entire movie I would definitely say the party scene where they go up to the North Pole it's really really beautiful all these snowmen are following them that's like a whole giant group of snowmen that end up at the North Pole to party with Santa basically they have food and drink and dancing and there's snowmen playing instruments and there's like snowmen from clearly from different countries. They're all wearing kind of different outfits and they're dancing under the northern lights and it's kinda of like the northern lights are meant to be disco lights and it's a really, really cute scene. And then, you know, you add in Santa to that, which makes it even more Christmassy, and his introduction to the boy and showing the kid the reindeer and giving him his scarf. It's really, really beautiful. Um, the music is what makes this film. Because there's not any spoken word besides the short narration at the beginning, the music is what drives this film. If you are a fan of ballet or a fan of Fantasia or you know anything like that, or just love classical music, love things with a good soundtrack, you will love this movie the animation is kind of dated like i watched it on my just normal flat screen tv and i don't have like fancy 4k or anything like that and watching it there was it was a little hard to watch because of how like old looking the animation looks and i can imagine it would be even more hard to watch on a 4k like super fancy like blu-ray situation but it is still beautiful it still holds up even now you know what are we 37 years later it's absolutely gorgeous for feels I would say this entire movie feels like Christmas the entire thing that's happening feels like Christmas and though they never specifically say when it takes place I did read online that this movie is supposed to take place on Christmas Eve so the adventure that they have is all during Christmas Eve and when they meet back in the North Pole that's basically Christmas morning like Santa gets back from his deliveries or whatever and shows up and then they party and then they leave And the kid wakes up in his house for Christmas morning so it definitely feels Christmassy and then there are a lot of sad feelings that you feel when the kid realizes that the snowman has melted it's like a kid-friendly way to deal with death there the kid doesn't cry there's no like screaming you know because there's no words you're not hearing like the sobbing or anything like that it's just this beautifully haunting melody behind him as he's realizing that his snowman is gone for memory attachment the reason i have loved this movie for most of my entire life is because of my grammy now my grammy absolutely loved this film and this book she would read this book to me all the time and as soon as it was possible for her to buy the vhs of it We had it on VHS and as soon as it got cold enough to be considered you know fall or winter my Grammy and I and my grandpa would watch this movie every single day. I mean it's only 30 minutes so think of any kid watching like an episode of You know, Daniel Tiger or whatever. Rather than watching that, I would watch this. I would ask by name to watch The Snowman with my Grammy every single day. And we would just cuddle on the couch and watch this movie and I was just floored. I was completely enamored with this film. The way that everything was drawn, the way that the music just, the way that the music makes you feel and the way that my Grammy, how safe my Grammy made me feel while we were watching it. Like, cuddled up close and talking about snowmen and Christmas. Like, I will never, ever forget that. And I love watching this film. This film actually kind of makes me sad. It makes me miss her a lot because she hasn't been around for a really long time. But I will never, ever forget that memory or those memories of watching this movie with her just over and over and over again. And she never complained or got tired of this film even though you know i wanted to watch it every single day like little kids do i absolutely love this film because of her and i wish that i could watch this movie again with her as an adult and talk more about the themes you know in a more adult way just describing what i've described to you guys about this film with her because i didn't ever get a chance to do that she passed away when i was only nine so that was Rough And the, let me tell you, the Christmas following my Grammy's death, I watched this movie non-stop. Like, this is pretty much the only movie that I watched the Christmas after my grandma died. And it was rough and heartbreaking and beautiful. And I don't know. You guys need to watch this film, basically. It is so, so freaking good. So my recommendation is... Find this film, buy it on DVD, buy it on uh, Amazon or Hulu or whatever you got to do. Find this film and watch it. It is beautiful and is a Christmas tradition in my household and I'm sure all sorts of households all around the world. It is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope that you will take the time to go find this movie and watch it. Uh don't forget you can find us on Twitter at Allentown Pod. You can email us at Presents at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and Deezer and Libsyn and Himalaya and pretty much everywhere that you could ever want to listen to a podcast. Um we do have ideas for, you know, starting an Instagram and starting a YouTube and All those kinds of things are coming soon, so keep your eyes and ears peeled, and thank you for listening. Can't wait to see you for the next episode. Bye.